At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible. With a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. There's a famous saying that you can take the man out of the army or the person out of the army, but you can't take the army out of the person. That is no different with policing, paramedic, any of the first responders, tow truck driver, you name it. But especially with paramilitary paramilitary organizations. Once that conditioning is in you, it's tough to get out of you. So that creates a bit of a conflict when you are on the outside, whether you're currently serving or past serving, still civilians can cause an issue or more accurately, let's not blame them. It's not the civilians, it's us. It's us. We expect them to think like us, to be like us, to meet our standards, to be reliable, to have our back. And none of those things happen. None of those happen. And yet, so who, who's left? Who's left for us to hang out with? Because other veterans, from a veteran perspective, they can set us off. You know, if you're suffering from PTSD, being around those that remind you of those times. One friend in particular that I was on tour with, love to see him because I love him dearly. I got his back now and forever. But every time I get together with him, I'd be wrecked for <laughs> three, four days after. And even now, um, after several years of therapy, I'm sure that we still only take each other in small doses, although the after the hangover effect isn't quite so bad. And that's why we avoid each other. So if we avoid each other, and yet we yearn to be around each other at the same time, we're, we're left alone and, and isolated. A big part of the transition to the civilian world that hangs people up is hanging on to that sense of identity, that sense of, I am a soldier, I am a cop, I am a paramedic. No, 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 no. That's something that you do. Yes, you have become that persona in order to do that job. Yes, you've made the adjustment and you can't really <laughs> undo it. And adapting to civilian life, whether current serving or as a veteran, is difficult. But what makes it so much tougher is hanging on to that identity as if that's who you are. It's not who you are. It's what you did or what you are doing. It's your job. What your job is and what you do are not the same thing. And people will fight me tooth and nail on this one. And I understand why, because they got to hang on to that sense of identity. You, you, you see people that have been out of the military for, especially combat arms folks, that have been out of the military forever. And they're still wearing their regimental garb and anything, like their entire sense of identity it has to do with the veteran community, part of a veteran community motorcycle club, um, whatever it is. They just won't let go. They can't let go because to let go is to, it's a death of sorts. To let go of that sense of identity, let's go of them as a person. And that's not easy. It's not easy to let go of something like that. 
letting go of who you feel that you are. So what I want to cover today is identity versus role theory. I actually learned this when I was a trainer with Sandler Training, and I love teaching it because from my perspective, it is one of the most important things that anybody can learn, really. And it's really learning who you actually are as a human being. You are not your role. This is so critical because when you understand this at a deeper level, then you understand that not only is this not who you are, who you are is something that can't be taken away from you. You can't lose it. You don't have to hang on to it with iron fists. Only you can change who you are for better or for worse because we are not what we do, but who we are intrinsically, how we act. So um, there's a few different ways to go through this. The way I like to do it, though, for part one, sometimes can set people off. If uh, you have ever lost a child, then you probably want to fast forward this bit. Um, and if you don't have a child, that's fine. Uh, this, this probably won't be too difficult for you, but on a scale of one to 10 is what we're going to be talking about. And I want you, if you have a child, if you're in the, in the delivery room, and if you weren't, you'll have to imagine it. When my oldest, well, either of them were born, when the first one was born in particular, it was, it was a hell of a delivery. And when he was finally born. They took him, cleaned him up, wrapped him up so tight in this little uh, blanket, so tight and snug. And they held, they, they handed my little boy, Cole, to me for the first time. And I held my son for the first time. What so incredible. And I said, hey, son, I'm going to do my best to be the best dad that I can possibly be. I'll Hopefully not screw that one up too bad, but welcome to the world. And I was just beaming with a sense of wonderment at how beautiful he was and still is. So in that moment, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being ultimate value, one being no value at all, what number do you think? I would put on my son in that moment. Most people would say a 10, or they'd use a number bigger than 10, and they'd be right. But why? Why would I have a 10? He doesn't have a job. He has no accomplishments. He hasn't written a book. He doesn't have a trade, hasn't completed, completed a 32K rock march. He didn't graduate battle school. He hasn't done anything yet. Hasn't gone to university, nothing. Why would he have any value? Well, try to tell that to a new parent, you get punched in the nose. And rightfully so, of course he was a 10. Because all the things that I just listed off are roles. They're not who he is. Who he is, is this beautiful bundle of life who can create whatever he wants 
out of his life as the years go forward. And that was you too. That was you. At one time, you were wrapped tightly in a little towel or a little blanket. And you were a bundle of wonder and amazement. And you were a 10 out of 10 for value to this world. So when did you start losing points? If you would rate yourself at a 7 or a 2 as far as value to this world, well, when, when did you lose the points? Truth is, you didn't lose any points. Maybe you suck at your job. Maybe you got a failed marriage. Maybe you got kicked out of a club that you really liked. Those are roles that you played. And you may have failed in those roles because we all do. I think they call it life. You're still a 10. You didn't lose any points. Now, a way to visualize this, and I'm going to need some audience participation here. If you could please grab, a, put this on pause right now and grab yourself a pen and paper, or pencil and paper, or crayon and cardboard. I don't care. Get yourself some kind of writing implement. And write down two words. On the left, top of your paper, put identity. On the right corner of your paper, on the top, put role. And we're going to make lists underneath there. To help you with this, to really get it, underneath identity, put the phrase, I am, and then dot, dot, dot. Put a little ellipsis there. On the right-hand side, under, underneath role, write, I am a, dot, dot, dot. Let's start with the I am as. These are the roles that you have in life. Underneath there, you might put mother, father, doctor, nurse, soldier, president, laborer, welder, paramedic, cop, sister, brother, nephew, niece. Put down as many as you can think of for your roles. Now, at any one of these roles, sometimes you're going to rock it, and you're going to do great. Sometimes you're going to suck, because that's life. You're going to fail at some of these roles some of the time. doesn't mean that you suck. Because it's just your performance for a specific role for a specific period of time. Sometimes you rock it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you fly, sometimes you flop. Welcome to life. We're all in that boat. Now move over to the left under I am. This is who you actually are. When you go to a graveyard and you look at the tombstones, you don't see that I am a statements. You don't see here lies a dedicated welder or a dedicated roofer 
or a proficient police officer. You see, I here lies a loving, caring, thoughtful, funny. Those are the words that are used because those are the ones that matter the most. And there's only so much room on that tombstone. You pay by the letter chiseled into that granite. So you got to choose those letters super carefully. What are the most important ones? And those are always the words that people choose. So let's choose some of those words for our tombstone right now. I am loyal, caring, dependable, professional, creative, loving, caring, nice, funny, fun. That's who you are. Keep writing down as many as you can that apply directly to you, that you see in yourself and maybe what others see in you, the I am statements. That's who you are. Now, anything on the right can be taking, taken away from you. They all have a shelf life. If your sister passes away, are you still a brother? Nope, not really. Used to be. But you're still loving, caring, all those other things. The I am statements are who you are and cannot be taken away from you. So the more you focus and remind yourself of the I am statements, the less tightly you'll be gripping the I am as statements. the less you'll be hanging on to who you were and what you did. And the more you'll be hanging on to who you are and will always be. This makes you a happier person, a more content person. And if you're happier and more content, then you are better at your roles, at any of the roles. And more importantly, you're better at your identity. You're a better human being if you are happier and more content. Because you're not feeling less than because you no longer carry that badge or that rifle. You no longer wear that uniform. That does not make you less. Taking off the uniform does not, is not a magic thing that makes you less of a human. The uniform doesn't make you Superman or Wonder Woman. What makes you that is what's inside you. It's what you are, not what you do. I'm Mark Mankey. This is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. I hope this has been helpful for you.
At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making peer support for post-traumatic stress disorder easily accessible with a vision of a world where finding help and support is simple and the path to recovery is clear. I am your OPSO, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast. Thank you.